On tonight's episode, we talk about the legend, Norm MacDonald. We drink on the Topo Chico Seltzer Collection. We commiserate over a rough lead pipe lock start, but I think this week's picks are going to make up for it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy responsibly, because this is Dad's Drinking Beer. Dad's Drinking Beer. Welcome to Dad's Drinking Beer. This is the weekly watering hole where we invite everybody to jump in the conversation, jump in, pull up a seat, crack a beer. Uh, I'm here with my guy Chris in the bunker in South Austin. Chris, what's going on, my man? I'm back, baby. I'm feeling really good. We're back, I guess we should say. We took, are back. Took a little kind of, um, I'd say impromptu week off and uh, back in the bunker, feeling good. Hey, we deserve that every now and then. Hey, we're fucking dads. We do the fuck we want. That's right. It's our bunker. Hey, speaking of the fuck bombs, mm. the explicit sign is lit up. Let's put the women and children to bed and go look for some fucking dinner. If you have kids in the room, you might want to put on those headphones. They probably should have put them up right before I started talking, but hey, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> we probably beat a record with well, how soon we got the first F-bomb in. Hey, by now you should know. If you're a listener of the show and you're just now tuning in to episode 69, you might want to fucking, you know... Take a little note. You should have known. Do you think this is a good episode to listen to while engaged in 69? I would say anything while 69ing seems appropriate. Yeah. I mean, listening to 69, I mean. I don't know what you're referencing, but yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. We'll leave it at that then. Right. I mean, Let I, the audience I'm a huge fan imagination. of episode 69. It's going to be probably, a, I think both of us are going to have a good time during this episode. Oh, yeah. Think. Huge fan of Mark Schlereth. He famously wore 69 for the Broncos. Um, yeah. Not many, not many other athletes wear sixty nine. I feel like there's a stigma around it, but we really should do a better job as dads, just you know, destigmatizing it. Yeah, I feel like Kid Rock wore like a hockey jersey with sixty nine on it. That seems about par for the course. That's as classy as you can get. Then I don't know why it's not the new, the new thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Well, fucking a. Here we are. It's good to be here. Yeah. yeah. Back in the bunker. Back in South Austin. We did have a week off. We did our NFL preview last episode. Um, we'll definitely dive back into that. Dads have a little bit of work to do in terms of our uh, lead pipe locks, our predictions, all that good stuff. Um, but tonight, Chris, I want you to start off just kind of giving us a little update. Where you been? I know you left the state. Yeah. Give us a little little update on where you've been, bud. Yeah, we, uh, I, I actually, not we, I went to go see my dad. So he had heart surgery during the pandemic and we uh, didn't feel like it was a good idea to go too early. And then there was a time where he was kind of like laid out and he was like, don't come visit me when I'm all in a bed, you know, sitting there. So... Come out when I feel a little bit better. He said he's feeling better, so I went out to go hang out with him, just him and I, and uh, uh, it was good. Yeah, my wife and kids stayed back, so we got to chill. You know, it's awesome. We had some we had some little things we were gonna do. We did none of them. We just ended up hanging out, riding bikes, going for walks. It was great. It's such a dad yeah. thing to do when yeah. you're coming out of a, you know, any kind of major operation. Yeah. No, no, no. Don't come down here yet. No, totally. No, I'm not ready for that. Don't don't come out when I'm like. Feeling and looking like shit. But it was good. Um, yeah. Happy I got to do it. I don't think it's ever happened before. It's just myself and him. So that was cool. Well, hey, man. Dad vibes. Don't wait on that kind of stuff. And that's know? for other go, people, too. Go, yeah. Go go yeah. get that QT back in. Yep. And how was the weather out in Cali? Oh, my God. It was so fucking great. It was, it, was, it, yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautiful weather. He's like Central Coast, California. Like Santa Barbara area. It was fucking... Mwah. Just nice. kiss. Ooh. Yeah. That was great. We're, we're getting a little taste of that around here. I know. Uh, especially in the mornings. 
and for, it, for yeah, any dads the out evening. there, you, you know, yeah, and, and the evening, the heat's starting to break, yeah. and when you get up, it's such a dad thing to do, but like, to acknowledge, ooh, there's a little crisp air out there, falls around the corner, um, I still think we're we're not out of it yet, but just in the last couple of weeks, I've, I've noticed that when I get up, and we can drive to school with the with the windows down, and, and be, be like, super pleasant. I'll you know? take it when I can get it, put it that way, man. I mean, yeah, we were out in the backyard before bed, after dinner, and it was like, this feels great like i was like Let's, we got to go to bed we got to go to bed and i was like hang on a little bit longer this right is not not hasn't been like this for a while so yeah it's been, it's, cool. it's been a while it's been a while we've yeah. been here in texas for 11 years and i mean we've had we've had halloweens where it's 90 92 uh, and yeah. you are you are dripping so this year's been pretty mild i thought it was going to be maybe hotter longer later in the year but maybe this is just a you know a little generous gift from the the guy upstairs to go we're going to give you two snowstorms you're, gonna, you're, you're all going to lose water, and a by glo- mid-September, you're going to be starting to chill. And he's like, and sorry about the global pandemic that's still going on, but here's some nice weather for... It's like a, it's like a misdirection thing. It's like, <laughs> oh, don't look at what's really happening here. Enjoy right. this nice, crisp weather. And then I'm like, cool. Yeah, I get to hang out in the backyard, and I swear <laughs> my fucking balls right. are. Right. And for any listeners outside of Texas, I'm you know I'm really pointing out it's, it's 67, 68, maybe 69 ah. in the morning, um, is it that low? Wow, it really? is. Wow. Yeah, because my mom, I called her up in Chicago, and she's like, "Oh, we're, we're we have to wear sweatshirts tonight because it's getting chilly." So, like, if that's happening up up in the Midwest, you can tell it's starting to kind of trickle down here. I'm here for it. I'm I'm. I mean, yeah, like you said, I don't think we're out of the woods. I'm not going to even say anything because I don't want to jinx it. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited for a little cool down. I'm not ready for fucking snowmageddon all over again but no, no sir that was fucking no. cold as shit you have a yeah. pool now I'm, you know I'm gonna want to get in that pool <laughs> bef- before you know the snow comes but good shit good shit very um, good happy national ants on a log day too Chris I really oh. wanted to make it a point to, to call that out for you okay I did yeah. not know that yeah are you a fan of ants on a log I am I mean when I was a kid I would just scrape it off the peanut butter off with the with the raisins and just eat the peanut butter and toss the celery as an adult <laughs> i do love uh the celery too my kid hates ants on a lot really she doesn't like the stringy shit in the, in the celery I, I celery gets a bad rap or, or at least it, it it hasn't held up from when we were kids right like yeah back when we were kids it was like that's that's your option celery or carrots usually right yeah and i'd always go ants on a lot because you get the peanut butter it's and a, as I said, I just take the shit off. Yeah. Yeah. It's a I healthy mean, snack. It's a good healthy I, snack. I, I dig ants on a log. Good ants on a log day. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. So if you're listening at home and you're celebrating, make sure you post it on, on your social media. Hashtag, you know, National Ants on a Log Day. Also, if you're in a 69, put some peanut butter and some raisins on that shit. Call that ants on a log. You're welcome. Right? <laughs> That's a good one. It's a good move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just um, don't let her take a bite out of that celery. No, I mean... Changes the whole dynamic. It, it depends on how close you are with your partner. I mean, if you are yeah, into... No, I mean, that's the thing. If you're already up there... No kink whatever shame you eat here. from it. Yeah, exactly. No kink shame. Kink and courage. <laughs> exactly. Very really, much so. That's Go. how the dads roll. Yeah. Um, you know, I got a little uh, interesting story just in the last couple of weeks. I've, I've started coaching my younger son's t-ball team. Oh, my God. Six and under. And uh, we're recording tonight earlier this week because I'm going to fly to Chicago for a few days, visit me madre, and see my brothers and uh, and their kids. And um, I got to be honest, man, this head coaching gig for fall t-ball in Austin is way more serious than it really needs to be. Yeah. It's been uh, a learning experience, a lot of learning days. We've only had one game, one practice, but I've got... <laughs> I've, I've got... 
email threads galore. It's an it's another part-time job. Yeah, dude. I don't know why I signed up for it, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. I have one priority assistant coach. That's what they call it. And uh, he came over last night and I gave him like all these notes because I'm going to be gone for the, for the next five days. And I said, hey, here's some good drills for practice. Here's some good lineup ideas. Here's where I've been putting the players and, and you know, work with it. Because he, he's been out of town working. And I gave him all this feedback. And he looked at his notes and realized the feedback was primarily about the dads. Yeah, totally. And he's like, so we're coaching parents here. We're coaching dads. And it was that huge realization nodding. Yes, that is... You hear the horror stories before you get involved in this. And then it's like, shit, we just started. And I've got more issues with the dads and, you know, their, their, um, you know, because the kids are decent. The kids are good this year. I think they're the having dads fun. are six years old or at the age where they're like starting to party and have fun. They're getting some people, some kids are turning it on. They're like lights are turning on for the, for the game. And so it's a fun time to be coaching. Absolutely. But the parents are crazy. The, well, and, and I don't want to like, send out bad vibes, I do need help. Right. Right. It's gonna take a village to raise to, to get these kids to focus and pay attention. But the their input, their eye rolls, they're kind of scoffing at some of the stuff we're doing. And it's like, if you really wanted to be a head coach so bad, why didn't you sign up to be a head coach? Right. That's always the case, yeah. I yeah. was the commissioner's like last choice because I was like, fine. You know, like he kept sending out those emails like, come on, we need more, we need more. And I said, all right, yeah, I'll 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 do it. And you know, my son Nolan was was on board. Um yeah, is is your is is your kid excited about you being the coach? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I have to ask him to not have so much input, and you know, he thinks he's a coach too. But he's just taking after his old man, you know. He he's like, you're doing the drill. He's like, wrong. Yeah, line up over here. He's like, like hey, shut, hey, shut hey. it, shut it, shut it. Um, so look, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it's something I'm going to keep my eye on for the rest of the season. I'll give you guys regular updates. I love it. If there's any coaches or dads who who uh, are coaching their kids' youth sports. Maybe you can commiserate, send us yeah, some messages, some give us yeah. some, some tips and ideas on how to kind of do it. Um, I am being a little bit more direct. I'm being more, um, you know, definitive with the rules. We only have so many coaches we're allowed on the field. So, you know, I don't think these dads are going to listen to my pods. So tryouts are on right <laughs> so now. Go. I, I watched I watched Friday Night Lights, the pilot on on uh, the plane. Oh, th- Amazing, great, but there's that part where Mac Brown comes in and they're like, "Hey, you know, you, you we need you to win." He's like, "I don't think you got the heart to win. I don't think you got it in you." And he's giving shit. I feel like that's what one of the dads is gonna come up to you and be like, "You know, hey, Jim, real quick, you gotta talk to you." So we gotta get you, you know, we we gotta get so and so on the on first base because if we want to win, we gotta pull it out. We gotta need you to have the hunger to win, Jim. Do you have the hunger to win? And you're gonna be like, "This is t-ball." They're five and six. <laughs> Chill out. Back up, Stephen. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm with you. They, they're they all about this tournament. The tournament is basically the playoffs at the end of the year where everyone makes it. And that's where, to their to their credit, all the rules should be understood. Right. They give a lot of leeway in the beginning, but there are a lot of these little nuances and, you know, you can't touch a player. You can't give them a little push off the third base to go home. It's an automatic out. Even a little, like a little tap. If you, if you touch him or her, uh-huh. you're, they're out. It's an automatic uh-huh. out. Okay. If you're coaching in the outfield, you need to be behind the players at all times. If you get up to the same level as them, it's an automatic out. It's like, I, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. I just didn't think there'd be so many uh, formalities for a six and under T-ball. Yeah. But the parents are as committed as, as I was expecting. Yeah. And hey, maybe it's fine. Maybe I'm overblowing it. You yeah. know, but I thought it'd be interesting just to say... You know, to any other dads or parents who coach, you guys probably put up with some of this shit too. Yeah, I mean, I, Gracie did T-ball uh, 
like an, or all it was an all girls team and it was not as bad but it definitely you could get a couple whiffs of some of the dads that were there that had had older daughters that were playing in softball and the whole thing and then the pandemic just shut everything down i think we had one game where it was like no one really was sure what was happening still it was still kind of new yeah and then it just closed down so we haven't gone back but Gracie still wants to practice she still keeps pointing and wanting to play she pointed her bat. She's like, let's, let's go. go practice. Come on, let's Dad. Let's go I'm do like, it. She can come over. Yeah. Come yeah, to our might practice. do that. We might do that, yeah. Uh, and honestly, now that I think about it, the commissioner even told us, hey, when we get to coach pitch, it really does become more about the coaching and the we can even go hire coaches to do it. They they warned us in this level, it's about managing the parents. It's about getting them to back up a little bit and the kids got to learn. Like the kids got to have fun. You don't want to ruin a sport for someone at that no young way. of an age. Not no when way. you know how fun baseball is. Yeah. And I don't mean organized baseball. I mean running with your friends to a to an open field. Yeah. Playing opposite field out. Yeah. Remember where yeah. you, you you would do that and just keep moving. Like that was what I remember yeah. growing up with. Yeah. Same. Yeah. No. So you're right. You, you you're playing a pivotal role in these children's life. Coach Jim. Is that, is that what they call you? Yeah. Nice. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I like that. I said I said call me Coach Jim. I prefer you not call me daddy. <laughs> did you say I that? I did say that. So Nolan's like, can I call you Yeah, daddy? except for you, Nolan. You can call me daddy. <laughs> Everyone else, I might respond, but I'd rather you not call me daddy. <laughs> Gotta get a little kick out of that. That's good. Cool. Um, we got a couple other little tidbits, but why don't we get started with the uh, the beverage of choice. I was going to say, next. what are we going to call it? Right. Kind of a special treat. I mean, yeah. right? I mean... It's a Texas thing. I, don't, I know it's not born and bred in Texas, but I know it's kind of like it's the first adopter of this. If you don't know what we're talking about by now, we're talking about Topo Chico, or is called here in Texas Topo. Yeah. Right? The hard seltzer. Am I, right. Sorry. Yes. We're not, we're not just drinking yeah. mineral water. Hey, this is a new episode, new pod. Hey. 69, we're getting weird. <laughs> Never know what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> right. The Topo Chico hard seltzer. They have four flavors, correct me if I'm wrong. Pineapple, I might say strawberry guava, I'm going to say lemon lime, and then what's, hold on, don't tell me, mango? That's correct. Right. Standard issue flavors yeah. for seltzers. They might have a couple weird adjectives in front of it, like right. the, the tangy lemon lime. Right, the, yeah, right. The, the tangy zesty lemon. pineapple or something. Yeah, it's something weird like right. that. Um, but no, it's a, it, it's a, it, I, I have had these, I think I've had all of them. They're really good. We felt like it was fair. Um, They've been all the rage since they yeah. came out. I mean, anyone in Austin area, I feel like it launched here first. Um, Had to be right. It's that's how popular it was. I could, you know, we we could be wrong, but that's how popular it was. Where it was like, oh shit, you got the new Topo seltzers because, to your point, every company that had anything out in that industry, that alcohol beverage industry, was like, we need to get in on, on one of these. Right, right. right. And Mel, Mel talked about it last week with the. Locale IPA. It's like if you're a good beer distributor, you need something like you this now too that. to make yeah. sure you're in that that market or that, that Venn diagram. So we have four flavors, and we're just going to kind of sprinkle these throughout the episode. Yep. And try each flavor, and then instead of scoring, maybe we can give a general score, but then maybe we can pick our favorite flavor. Like it, and yeah, and if you're asking why are you guys drinking seltzer, because it's our fucking show. We want to do that's what we wanted to have. So well, and I think Topo Chico's in the news right now. Also that. Yeah. So also, I can't of, wake up hungover because I got shit to do, and yeah. So we're trying to be a little smarter here. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. There's no. There's no um, front loaded excuse. This is pretty yeah. good, and sometimes dad's drinking beer is gonna kind of go to the well a little bit and go, grab a seltzer and 
we're going to pick new stuff, though. We're going to keep keep challenging ourselves, right? Keeping this audience on their toes. Fuck it. It's our show. These are really popular, too. They are. And, and I asked you right before we hit record, is this popular outside of Austin? I don't... I mean... I mean... Or outside of Texas, I guess? With the pandemic, I can tell you it's sold everywhere. Really? It is in Chicago. Oh, okay. So Topo Chico was a huge hit in central Texas when, like I, when I moved here. The mineral water. Right. The glass bottles, right? right? And all of a sudden... I had buddies coming down from Michigan, from Illinois, that were like, I'm starting to see this now. I was like, what? No, Topo's in a, a Texas thing. You drink it when you're hungover. You drink it when you need to burp it. Or drink it when you eat barbecue is always like a thing. Yes, like, yeah, yeah. yes. Uh, we started using it with tequila and lime for yeah. the original ranch water. That was your before, wife brought, yeah. Before everyone else jumped on it, right? So, um, it, it natural progression. Um, it is fair to say, before we keep going... I do credit your wife for inventing the ranch water, so she should get some kind of residual. I agree. Everyone else just jumped on it, but she was doing it like 12 years ago. I mean, she was the one who brought it to us. But she didn't even call it ranch water at the time. She called it something else. We were calling it ranch water. Oh, okay. I think she just also said Topo Chico, Three Limes, and 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 Espelone, or some kind of Blanco tequila. And then I saw it, yeah. So anyway... Um, uh, these are yeah. These are all two grams of sugar, but only 100 calories each. Um, yeah. So that's also appealing. And which one is this? We're starting. We're gonna with... go with the tangy lemon lime. Okay. Kind of the standard. I yeah. feel like. Yeah. This is kind of like the first one you always have. I feel like. Uh, yeah. It does make you burp. Well, if it's, it's anything like the other one, if it's anything like Topo Chico, it's gonna be pretty carbonated. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be ready to go. All right, are you ready for the tangy lemon lime? I could not be more ready. My body is ready. There may be more burps on this episode than I, than others. Let's just as a disclaimer. That's fair. Yeah. You know, I mean, it tastes like a like a lemon lime seltzer. I don't, I don't have. Yeah. One. It's kind of like the. It's a good starting point. I feel like we're kind of warming up with the donut on the bat. It's uh, it's gonna get us there. I like that. You know, what um, I mean? it's it's not as alcoholy. Yeah. As other lemon lime or other lime seltzers. Lime is one of those standard, like you can't start a seltzer brand unless you have a lime recipe right. in the mix. There's a standard, mango too seems to be like one you always have to have. This lemon lime though is different because you can almost, it almost has like a Sprite vibe. Yeah. It's very light. Oh. Yeah. It's very light. It's very, um, like you said, not very alcoholic. It doesn't feel very synthetic, fake, lemony flavor-ish. No. So it, I would say for for the least lemon lime, it does kind of match the profile of regular Topo Chico, but you can tell that. See, we're burping. burping. Yeah, I, burping. I, I, me too. And what I edited before, I hear a lot of my burps. So apologies to the listeners. Yeah, if you um, don't know by now, Jim has crazy burps. Yeah. So sixty nine episodes in, it's my first apology for burping. <laughs> Not during sixty nine, just during the uh, podcast. I mean, that might send him crazy. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like picturing it and feeling it, and I'm, I don't know. Um, lemon lime's not bad. I, I I don't think it's my favorite flavor because of just the uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? It's like the the fact that it's in every single box. Right. It's in every single variety pack. You have a lime. You have a lemon lime. The lemon lime is better than regular lime, I think. Though I would give it a little little leg up because of the lemon. And just to be clear. They don't have any other flavors. These are the flavors they have. This is it. Wash. I'm okay. so glad you brought that up. It's just the general variety pack. I would not be surprised, though, based on the sales it's doing right now, that it's it's not long before we see a variety box, too. Just like every other, you know, Truly's done, White Claw, etc. Right. Yeah. No. I'm look, Good for them so far. Good for them. I think Lemon Lime's a good place for us to start. I'm not mad at it. 
but like you said, it's just kind of standard run of the mill uh, seltzer. I'm not mad. It, no, I, I it, it would be the last one I'd probably pick out of this pack. Let's be honest. I think I started it like that for for a reason, mm-hmm. but I think lemon lime is better than lemon by itself, or and it's better than itself. lime by I itself. I agree with you there. I think they did the right thing by combining the yeah. two. So kudos to them to kudos to Mr. Chico combining. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Chico. That's right. We're talking seltzers. <laughs> Got to be a couple ladies in the room to say, mm, maybe yeah, we should, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. Are we, so we should also let the audience know: Are we going to be? We're not going to be scoring individually. We're trying to do an overall score. Yeah, and then we're each going to pick our favorite. That, that sounds good. Okay, we could probably give our little ranking of what we like the best and what okay. was our least favorite. Okay. Um, maybe before we get into some more news items and maybe get to the next flavor, do you want to do some thank yous? I would love to do. All the thank yous, starting with Benny from Bronzewell, to Breakmaster Cylinder for the outro music and the little intro music. Um, who else? Uh, the oh, Rogue Brewing for our official, unofficial coaster of Dad's Drinking Beer. And I think that's... Oh, you got someone. Oh, yeah. Always have somebody. Um, obviously, the creator of Ants on a Log. I don't know who it is. Well, I created um, one, but it wasn't the other one. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm talking about the, the healthy snack oh. that the kids could enjoy. But Got it. even if you finger the peanut butter out and just eat that and lick your fingers good, right. props to you. It really is a great, balanced, healthy snack. You get the, the, the healthy fats from the peanut butter, the, the raisins with the vitamins, and then the celery, obviously, is mostly water. But um, uh, aside from that, it's also uh, National Sober Day. So for anybody who huh. is, yeah, anybody who is kind of struggling with addiction and uh, looking for sobriety, we're probably not the best podcast for you, but we support you nonetheless. Um, we're doing seltzers tonight because we're taking a responsible approach. Um, last but not least, obviously, you guys, the listeners, the dads, the the guys who are going to become dads soon. Every time I get a text from a buddy listening in, laughing about this, like it it warms my soul. I feel like okay, good. If this is bringing any smile or joy to one or two of you out there, that's all I need. Um, but please, tell your friends. Do anything you can. We're just, just trying to grow. We're 69 episodes deep now. I mean, that is, um, that's as deep as, as maybe I thought I'd ever get. I, I was going to say, I don't think I... I don't know if I thought we were going to get to episode 69 when we started this thing. I think I'd hoped just to have a 69 episode, I mean. Yeah. So, yeah, feels good. I love it. Yeah. Thank you for really listening, good. guys. Yeah, it feels no, really good. I love it. Um, it. Yeah, it's good. So we're going to keep drinking um, some Topo Chico seltzers. But before we kind of get into the, the kind of meat and potatoes of the show, we need to say, at the very least, this next seltzer is for Norm MacDonald, right? Yeah. Norm MacDonald passed away today, I believe, today. Um, 61 years old. Kind of young, if you think yeah. about it. Um Nine years battling cancer, kind of a private uh, battle. So, um, I mean, he was still kind of all over the place. I mean, I feel like he was still relevant. Even the picture that they showed on all the news clips, he looked great. He I did. Mean, he did. He was doing a, like a web series, an online yeah. talk show. He showed up in a bunch of uh, TV shows and guest spots. He became Colonel Sanders uh, on the yeah. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Great spots, by the way. Those they really great. were. Yeah. And then... Anyone who grew grew up, um, you know, in the in the '90s, at least I'm a '90s kid, I guess. Uh, he was my guy for Weekend Update. Totally. That was who I remembered 
doing the weekend update and he, the he, OJ jokes and, and he everything. He was always the one where he would come on. You knew it was going to be funny one way or the other. Whether it was going to be the the audience laughing or him laughing or right. the, the other cast members laughing. He always had... I feel like he was a comedian's comedian. He kind of... He knew the room. He knew the people. Um, he, he always was funny. And I mean... You know, some of the best bits ever are him as, you know, Burt Reynolds on the Jeopardy. The best. Some of the best. The best. David Letterman. Yeah. Um, he was in a movie called Dirty Work that I, I saw in theaters. That's, I still think it's underrated as yeah. fuck. I think maybe he wasn't the best thing in that movie, but like that movie has some great laughs. Was that his movies. movie? He was the star, but yeah. I, I think, um, I just think some of the supporting cast were as good in that movie. Like if I think back to it, it's been a while. Shit, maybe the movie doesn't hold up at all. But when I was a kid, it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. He played a lot of like, uh, like I would say even supportive roles, like just like cameo spots. He did a bunch of cameos in movies. A lot of Adam Sandler stuff. I feel like he was in. Yes, Billy Madison. He was one of the guys oh, by the pool. He was, yeah, uh, Frank. I he think was, was his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Adam Sand. Adam Sandler. I feel like he put out a statement. I it was really heartfelt. So I've seen a couple people coming out with some stuff. So yeah, I saw Spade drop something on, yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. So we're gonna go. Back to the well for uh, one of the more common flavors, like Chris mentioned. This was actually called Tropical Mango. Uh, same deal, 100 calories, 2 grams of sugar, gluten-free. Um, they've added minerals for all taste. Of them? Are all of them uh, All of them follow the exact okay. same thing. I love it, yeah. So again, it's another thing where tomorrow morning, actually, you mentioned it, my wife has a doctor's appointment up north. So you gotta be... So I have to be ready to go by 7. Active. And I'm like... Usually this is the morning that she will take the kids to school. Right. And I could kind of kind of snooze a little bit. Yeah. So no. let's do the mango. I love it. Um, any other Norm McDonald memories? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think from my in my mind, I just I just see Turd Ferguson with the the fucking giant yellow foam hat, <laughs> just chewing his gum. Yeah. Hey, that, hey, that's such a Burt Reynolds such a move, man. Um, yeah. Weekend update was some of the best. Um, I mean, I, I honestly have seen a bunch of stand-up that he's done, and he was crushing it. He did he did a bunch of roasts. That's Hiller. That's what I think people need to go back and watch now is not just the SNL and the stuff that he's popular for, but he told a, a moth joke on Conan. Um, I've it's been on Instagram a few times. I kind of saved it to my bookmarks. Um, he did a, a spot on Letterman talking about how he got fired from Saturday Night Live because of the OJ jokes that he kept writing in and not showing the producers. He was just like, he's like, guys, everyone's watching this trial. We're going to we're gonna take take it to the next level. Um, I think he, from what I'm reading, I think he had so much integrity that he never tried to be anybody but who he who he wanted to be. He, he was like, you're not going to put me in a box. Even some of those cringy weekend updates where it was like, like you yeah. said, sometimes no one laughed, but it was right. still like really funny, but it was like, you're laughing because you can't believe he said that on, right. on on a network channel, and you're like, "Can I laugh at that? Right. Is that funny?" Yeah, and, and that's he what was, I mean he was about. Good at he that. was a comedian's comedian. He he was saying the things that some people wouldn't say. Right. And as a comedian, you're like, "That's what you got to say." If you're if you're gonna make waves, you got to say the things. So yeah. so now um, they're they're saying that's his integrity that he stayed true to his his craft. I love that. I would I would say fuck yeah. That's a hundred percent norm. Yeah. No, I liked him a lot, and uh, I, I when I saw the news, I thought, "Is this is this?" A real thing? I couldn't... Yeah, someone at work posted it, and uh, I had to confirm. Yeah, it was a yeah. bummer. 61, that is that's 61 pretty young. Is, 61 is early, um, and I feel... I mean, I don't know if he had any other issues as far as... Was he a smoker? I don't know, but I mean, I don't think so, right? I don't know. Drinker, maybe a little? Probably. He's an Irish guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No so, disrespect. Uh, I'm like, Irish. I, I, only, I only say that to ask 
he looked for you know outsiders looking in, yeah. uh, very healthy and and kind of like you know regular situation. So cancer, man, fuck it, fuck it, fuck. Let's cancer. drink some mango. Tro- tro- let's drink some tropical, tropical mango. mango. Turbo Chico Seltzer. To sweet baby Norm McDonald. You go Norm. So that flavor is a little more. I like that a lot better. A little bit more... Uh, Just like a flavor. A little more yeah, flavor there. Definitely cuts more than the lemon lime. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm kind of going through and scoring as I go. Same here. Kind of like, you know, one, two, three. Ranking them that way. And then we'll go and give an overall score. I like that. Um... We're going to change it up a little bit, a little switcheroo on you. Mm-hmm. We're going to go deep. Not so deep. Like, <laughs> I had a 69 joke in there. Uh, no, no, you did. But I'm no, not going to go in. How deep are you going to go? Like, as deep as, like, if you're on your back and she's on top, but she can't go all the way. Because you can't, you can't, it's like the throat, the mouth, and the angle of the thing. Not that deep, but deep sports hole. Okay. I feel like Norm McDonald would appreciate that idea. I would right? agree. It's We're going deep, but not that deep sports hole is that sexual no not at all let's get into the let's get into the sloppy joseph (laughs) all right we are in the sports hole and as we get things started we are going to keep the topo chico hard seltzers rolling as well this is the exotic pineapple. It's so exotic. It's crazy. It is. Um, I do think, I, just to reiterate, we're having all four of the seltzers, all flavors, um, each splitting one. So let's just so you don't think we're drinking one each. Responsible dads over that's right, here. That's right. So yeah, the sports hole, or this particular portion of the sports hole is brought to you by Exotic Pineapple Topo Chico. How about it? How about, how about it? How about week one? For real. Week Let's one. Talk. Week one. I give myself an F minus. Not a great week at the book. Ouchie. Not a great week with my lead pipe lock. Not a great week for my bears. Good news is we have 17 more weeks. That's right. To it's a long season, baby. Make it back. Earn back trust and feel good about ourselves. Week one, we did give a disclaimer last episode. We told this him. could fucking blow up in our face. We told him um, we, we didn't do week one picks last. No, year. we didn't. Right. We were probably smart about it. We yeah. waited a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but as a result, uh, Chris, my guy, got the lead pipe lock. Hopefully, you went big on that one. Yeah. Um, and I can't stress this enough. When we give out the lock, lock it in. Lock it in that day because he got it at seven and a half, which. Really, barely covered, but it still hit. It barely. It, there's there's oh. money bags next to that. That should, that should have been an easy scream walk away cover, and yeah, motherfuckers made it too close. Our poor intern got on it a little late. Um, grabbed yeah. it at nine. Didn't work. Yeah, didn't quite work. Yeah. Um. So obviously we're going to be ready for week two. We're going to get into that, but it's weird to not address how we performed last week. So, um, Chris, we're going to get into our own teams here in a yeah. minute, but yeah. before that. What was the biggest shocking storyline from week one that you think is what we'll still be talking about in, in you know the months to come? I mean, really good question. Uh, what we'll be talking about in weeks to come, that's going to be tough to say. But I think week one takeaways were the we had some crazy explosive games right out of the gate. I mean, the the Bucks Cowboys game was great. I mean, that was a great game. Incredible game. Such a fun game to watch. Back and forth. Brady had the minute minute forty to 
to to to, it, to bring him downfield yeah. and get in the field goal right it was about about a minute forty. I think it's like one twenty four when they showed the the video. Or they, they they went to Brady on the sideline and he just did like that look away and you're like, oh fuck, it's not done. Yeah, every single buck in the post game conference was like his poise made me feel more confident because like, he was so dialed in at that point, which is like and that's weak one. We're you, talking you want week that one. So what a great way to kick off the season. Um, again, Sunday football is back. It felt great to be watching it. Yeah. Um, I really liked the, I know we're going to get into it, but I liked the way the Niners looked early, not so much in the later half of the game. Um, and then, I mean, the Chiefs-Browns game felt good. The Browns look great against yeah. a really good yeah, they're, Chiefs team. They're kicking themselves. That looked like a different Browns team, a little more confident uh, from from that side of the ball. Yeah. So I mean, and and then I know we, I know you want to talk about it too, but the the, the Raiders game, arguably, people are already saying it's the game of the year, which I don't think you could even fucking say that. But some amazing games going on, back and forth battles. Um, luckily, not a lot of injuries around the league, from what I'm hearing. Um, but do you, you think that Monday night game, which was crazy, by the way, 100% crazy. I, I literally stopped watching when I thought they, yeah, you the Raiders you scored like, in regulation. Yeah. I put everything away. Yeah, you tucked in. I, I literally did. Uh, do you think that game was better than the Thursday night game? Because I think those two games were, I think, arguably the best two games of the whole of the whole weekend. Yeah, I w- no, I, I think the Thursday night game was better. So do I. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like the Thursday night game was the, the, the hot cream of the crop, top of the talk of the town, excuse yeah. me. And then the Monday night game is going to be looked at as this is crazier, which the ending was crazier, but like Dak looked amazing. This is a guy who didn't play a down of preseason. He stopped after week four, or we got injured in week five last year. He had no real practice. Yeah. And he looked incredible. He looked great. And I think that there was a couple times where he would get out of the pocket. I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. And he looked great. He looked confident. I feel like that's got to be the hardest thing as a professional athlete to come back at that level after an injury at that magnitude and still perform. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't disagree with that at all. I'm glad you kind of spoke to some of the the highlights. The lowlights, for whatever reason, stick with me a little bit from week one. Um, We'll we'll get into this, but... um, our interns, Lead Pipe Block, the Packers, who both Mel and I picked to go to the Super Bowl, right? looked like dog shit run over twice, Ugh. maybe three times. It was so disgusting. You kept waiting for them to turn it on, and they and they just never did. Um, my team to win it is the Bills. They played like shit. Yeah. Against Pittsburgh. Didn't look like they were interested. Didn't look like they, they brought any fire to the game. Roethlisberger, Tomlin, I'm, I'm proud of the Steelers. I'm proud of them for, for showing up and kicking ass. Because I think the Bills thought they were going to run through it. Exactly. Yeah. The Bills looked like they were showing up for week two already, and, right. and they thought this was going to be an easy win in the win column. And then, of course, we'll get into my Bears. But, um, yeah, the things that stick out for me were definitely the biggest upsets in terms of Green Bay losing by 35 um, and the Bills kind of blowing the lead, but then not doing anything about it and losing to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who, I don't know, I don't think the Steelers make the playoffs at the end of the year. And, yeah. and again, this could be overreaction week one, you know, what, what do they call it, like Monday morning quarterback or Tuesday morning quarterback. This could be us just kind of overreacting, but, you know, it's not worth, it's not like we shouldn't be bringing it up because we're just dealing with what we just saw. Right, right. That's all we can do. I mean, everyone's on the same Everyone's looking at the same thing. Yeah. I agree. Steelers are not going to make the playoffs, if I was to guess right now. Um, a little bit shocked on the way that the Green Bay Packers played. I feel like Aaron Rodgers is either 
going to fucking turn it on or play for the fucking Titans next to a couple games or some some other team as I predicted. Can you imagine him on the Titans? That'd be a great... Oh my God. They got their ass kicked too. Mm-hmm. They lost by 25 to Arizona. Julio Joe. They look nasty. The Cardinals look nasty. And I hate saying that because they're in our division. I hate that. Everyone in the NFC West 1-0? Yes. Everybody in the NFC North 0-1? <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. damn right. Yeah. We're still tied for first. That's right. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So let me lead off with the Bears. Just a little intake on, on, yes. on the Bears. Um, the Bears took about five minutes to remind me of how much potential there could be with such a, tr- a traditional program before they ultimately are the Bears. Um, David Montgomery, the running back, third round pick out of Iowa State two years ago. Uh, this is his third season. He looked great. Yeah. We abandoned the run pretty quickly. Dalton threw picks when we were threatening. Justin Fields showed up, there made a cameo. I like his hair. Threw a couple good balls, ran one in for the end zone, stayed serious the whole time. I love how composed and stoic he is in the sidelines. I think he's going to be the real deal, but um, my prediction of starting by week four, week five, or whatever, after after four or four games, still on the line, okay. oh, because oh. I don't think, while I was surprised when he showed up, I was like, oh shit, he's coming in already? Were you really? I really was. I did not see a platoon kind of thing going... But here's here's what happened. He came in. He immediately threw for a first down. He immediately made a play. And I said, we could be really exciting. It wasn't until about four plays later that Dalton threw a pick in the red zone where I thought, oh, oh yeah, forgot. That's who we are. I, I feel uh, like I would be surprised um, if it was another quarterback besides the Red Rocket, right? Because if it was a if it was another big-time quarterback who was manning the helm in Chicago, I would have been like, oh, I'm surprised they bought in their rookie quarterback, number you know, number one draft pick. But I feel like the Bears are not fully sold on Andy Dalton. Well, not when you have the the, the future right right there behind him. Right. But it's what risk do you take by putting this new kid out there? And we talked about this in a few episodes ago. Was the, the leash is so short. If you put him out there and he fails, well, then... You've not just ruined your chances for a successful season. You might have damaged his career potential, right? Yeah. You need to make sure that the weapons around him are ready. I agree. You can't just come into a spot and, and, a and raise point. above, That's right? A really great point. But he, his athleticism, his dual threat ability is. I mean, is, the guy's a. You, you can't. You can't not mention it. I still say though that my bet's okay because I, I mentioned it as I labeled it as. Taking the team over. It's his team. He did not start. Starting. Correct. There's going to be an announcement made that, that he's number one Correct. quarterback. We have, not, we have right. not gotten that yet. Right. They play Cincinnati next week um, at home. They're favored by three. I actually like that bet. It's not my lead pipe lock. Um, but I really like that bet. So the Bears will play next week to try and bounce back against Cincinnati. Uh, Chris, let's yeah. talk Niners. Oh, man. That's all I think about. Um, yeah, they looked great at the beginning, and then they did what the Niners tend to do recently, which is just kind of, I think they kind of like get caught on their heels or something. I don't know what it is. They looked like, you know, Super Bowl Niners, and and it was happening again, and I could not believe it was happening again. They were up 38-10, and it looked like, like I had a Debo Samuel on my yeah. fantasy, and he broke one. I said, way to go. Yeah. He's Way to for, go, Chris, on that spread. He's for real. I think Debo's. I think Debo's uh, the real deal, and I think you could probably you know take that to the bank. 
Um, as far as the QB situation, which is what everyone's talking about, it seems like, um, I'd like to think that Shanahan is thinking about doing the kind of like switcheroo every now and again. It's good. It's good to keep defense on their toes, other defenses on their toes. Um, does Does Lance and Garoppolo though? Do they do they present like a like one can run more than the other? I think so. Okay, Lance, I, I mean, Lance is more of a runner. I think Lance is more. Yeah, he's more of. A, or he has that weapon. He, yeah, he's more of like a all over the place kind of guy. And 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 but but great point. And I think it could be applied to the Niners. Is you got to get your your squad around you figuring out your system before you start you know throwing in Trey Lance and that kind of thing. But because you want to set him up for success, right? But you know, I I, I like the way they played. I love. I mean. We've talked about it at length. I love seeing Jimmy G complete some big bombs and and just stick it to it. I love it, um, I, and I really like Trey Lance. I was not bummed, but like uh, when when he got that that touchdown right away. But but Jimmy G was 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 cheering and yelling and happy for him. So um, no, he was doing all the right things for the cameras. You, and you you have to do it. Yeah, Dalton was. Basically sucking off Jay Fields after he ran into the end zone. Dalton's got a great head of hair. Have you seen his hair? And he's got a beard now? Does he have a beard? Yeah, yeah. thick-ass beard, yeah. but his hair just is on point. Yeah, he does. They have both have... Hair. Chicago quarterbacks might have the best hair is that in, kind of a in thing in Chicago, maybe? Cutler had good hair. Yeah. Trubisky. Yeah. Solid mop. Solid. Yeah. Solid. So, um, yeah, as far as the Niners are concerned, I'm not worried. I'd like to think that there's going to be some fucking... Shit happening. Yeah, there's been talk. They got they lost their cornerback. That's gonna be a big deal. And Mostert, he's done. Oh, so you're gonna have to go that with hurts. Um, well, Ayuk didn't even play. He didn't. There's a whole thing. Healthy there's, scratch. Yeah, right? there's, yeah. There's a or is re- he still he's still coming back from injury? Yeah, he's he's on recovery. But they got a guy that's in there who's a kind of a newer guy. Um, and there's some debate on the podcast I follow and things like that that are saying that. Yeah, but I didn't know about... Sorry, dude. I should have given you that warning in pre-pro. Ugh. Ugh. That's a bummer. All right, let's let's uh, let's go to the next uh, <laughs> next topic here. Uh, Mel was very excited for the Chargers. Um, the Chargers will go and play Dallas. Yeah. Uh, actually, they're home to Dallas, I believe, this week. Either way, they play Dallas. Mel feels good. good about them. Yeah. Um, yeah, Herbert looks good. Their left tackle looks really good. Their left tackle kept uh, Chase Young the defensive end for the Washington football team, in check all game. We know if you win the game on the front front line, O-line, D-line, you're going to win the game like right. nine, nine times out of ten. Right. Right. So he's got a lot to look forward to. Um, other than that, knowing we went one and two, why don't we, we have a couple other swigs. Why don't we do the swigs and come in for the lead pipe blocks? Okay. Like okay? Yeah. Um, last one, 100 calorie, strawberry guava, two grams of sugar, 4.7% of alcohol. Still gluten-free, still with added minerals. We are going to jump into some swigs Solid before swigs. giving out our lead pipe locks. Yep. Before that, we do have one more Topo Chico hard seltzer to go through. This is the strawberry guava. Still meets all the criteria as the other three cans. Chris, cheers. It Enjoy smells, strawberry smells guava. Like amazing. This is the one that may be their most unique. Let's stand outside the box a little bit. Right, because all the other ones. Yeah, you're right. Good point. Although pineapple is also a little stray for the norm. But this is like, yeah, this is like, uh, not everyone else is doing a strawberry guava. That is delicious. That is fucking delicious. I yeah. really enjoy that one. Yeah, that's, um, that's really good. Yeah. Yep. All right. Wow, really good. Very excited to talk Swigs. Swigs, first and foremost, how are the Giants doing? 
in the baseball world. First place. But win more, the division. Win equally, the division. Equally as important. How are the White Sox? First place. There we go. Came off of a big win tonight. Giolito is back from the IL. We, we made four roster moves in the same day. We're locked and loaded. I got to say, I'm more confident right now in the Giants with you guys because I feel like when we play a really good team, if it's a three-game set, the first game we, we, we're tending to get blown out, and then the second game's closer, and then we figure it out by the third game. You don't have that kind of time or luxury right. in the playoffs. Yeah. So, hey, if the Sox can step up a little bit and the Giants maintain, we are on a collision course, bro. For our, yeah. For our thing. That's all we need. That, that's, I mean, that's what we're come looking on. for. We've predicted things before. Correct. Many things. Many things. This is just another one. White uh, Sox Giants World Series 2021. If it happens, that would be incredible. Uh, we both have them in the playoffs. We both have them doing something. But let's see what happens. Let's I hope it happens. wouldn't tear us apart. It, I, it, it wouldn't. It, it wouldn't. I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't let it. It would be great. It'd be great. Maybe we do a bet, though, with like tattoos or something. I'm into that? Like, I'm not against Wait, that at all. Do I have to get a White Sox tattoo? If the White Sox win. Can I get the old school White Sox guy? Yeah. Okay. Can I get Barry Bonds? Can you, you can get Lucille. The, the the seal tat the seal mascot. Oh, oh okay yeah, yeah that didn't last very long did it no but it's a classic it is classic yeah, yeah they still okay. use it she's it, it, Lucille's still the thing okay yeah we'll let's, figure it out let's get details we'll figure it out don't hold us to that but yeah. you, you never know yeah, we'll figure it out um staying local here another swig <laughs> uh UT we talked about last uh, two weeks ago for the yep. college football preview that they're planning to move to the SEC well this past weekend they played Arkansas. One of the notoriously bottom three teams in the SEC. Yeah. Arkansas has a really good disc golf team, but not really a good football team. <laughs> it's been a while, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, the Razorbacks destroyed UT. Yeah. What was it? 40 to 14? Yeah. Yeah. I, I only saw it on the bottom ticker watching ESPN because it was such a terrible uh, display of football. Yeah. We were having a kid's birthday party. We had my older son's birthday and we were watching a TV. Uh, well, we were watching a movie on a projector, and behind us, the TV outside had the Texas game on mute. And all you could hear from the grown-ups were, were groans, groans and gasps. Oh my oh, gosh! Oh, oh block man. punt, block punt. So oh, they were embarrassed. A block punt is such a terrible feeling. They were embarrassed. They have a new quarterback coming in, which is fine because both of their quarterbacks were newer this year. Neither of them had outright won the job, so that yeah. makes sense. Go yeah. ahead and change it up. But I again, eleven years here. In Austin, I have yet to see a really great Texas football team. Me too. When I got here, mid-season, that was the year that Colt McCoy took him to the national championship and they lost to Bama. He actually hurt his shoulder in like the first quarter, and Garrett Gilbert came in and um, and tried to do what he could. They ended up losing. But the point is, why do you rank these kids in the top 15 preseason every year with this unbelievable amount of pressure where if they have one loss early on it's doom and gloom right. boosters are, are are asking for a new coach already they're asking for new personnel yeah. fire this coordinator it's not fair let them build themselves up you know what we're going to get to Michigan State soon but they were out of the rankings written off and they got to play underdog and let's fucking hit them in the mouth because no one knows where we're coming from Texas you're expecting them to be good and guess what newsflash they're not that good. They've, they haven't been good in... A decade. I was I was going to give them more, but yeah, well, a decade. 11 years ago, they made yeah. the championship, yeah. but... Yeah. But, but, dot, 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 that's it. Right. 
Right. And I don't know why, you're right, I don't know why all these, um, you know, critically acclaimed, whatever you want to call them, um, places are giving them such notoriety because it's not. They don't, they don't, they shouldn't be that way. Because they're printing off money. They're literally printing money thinking this will equate to wins. We will give our coaches two to four years tops. Usually it's closer to two. And if you don't perform immediately, you're out. It's disappointing because as much as we bash on it, we've we've said this before, we would love UT to be good. Of course. We would love there to be a national contender on it would make it, in, in the it, vicinity. Right. I want to go to a place and see, you know, the running back or the quarterback and be like, I'll buy him a beer. Like, that would be fucking great. I could get behind a really good UT football team. No problem. I wouldn't be... I'm not. I wouldn't be dripped in fucking you know burnt orange and be going crazy. But I no. would like. To, I would love to see them be great. But they have not ever made it happen. No. And I'm just. I just wish they would. Not uh, ever. Sorry. In my experience here. Sorry. I don't. Look, I want to take that back. Let's be real. Vince Young was the best athlete in college football for probably two years straight, and he and he proved it. He he beat Michigan in the Rose Bowl, and then he won the national championship against the Super USC team. Right. Yep. yep. Great game. You have to give a chance to go find the next Vince Young. You can't expect the Vince Young to be there's, there there's, every single fucking year. But there's so many schools now where these these guys want to go to that's not Texas. I mean, recruiting has got to be so tough, man. But if, I they, don't know. but if they think they're ready for the SEC, then... Bama we're, is going to wipe their ass with them. Yeah. Th- all right, A, I want to get to Bama in a second, but like, then we're going to be talking about this for years to come. Yeah. Right? Just because you go to the SEC doesn't mean your recruiting should get better because they're already no. in the top 10 every year. They're going to be the worst team in the, in the SEC. They right? can't, exactly. If they can't compete against the likes of Arkansas, this is going to be a recurring topic for the dads of UT, overranked, overrated. When's their first loss going to happen? Well, they won't be overrated. They won't be overranked because they'll be in the SEC and they will not be even in that, in that group. I disagree with you. They'll still get this love from the press and from the AP, which is unfounded. Not it when, doesn't make sense. Not when teams are beating them by well, 35 points. I, I mean that preseason feeling. Oh. They came into the season at 15 thinking, yeah. we are that good. Right. No, you're not. You're not. Wait, look in the mirror. You have a dumb fuck sophomore quarterback followed up by another dumb fuck idiot quarterback. Like, slow down. How about you take some humility? How about you hire a coach and say, we're going to give you four years because we understand this is a rebuild. I was just going to say, so many coaches coming through in the last six years, eight years. It's been crazy. Tom Herman got about a breath. Right. Charlie Strong got one more year out of it. Right. Mac Brown maybe stayed a year too long. Yeah, he was ready to go. And now you've got... This new guy. Sark. Yeah. Steve Sarkeesian, who... Sarkeesian. When you start losing, he goes to the pills. Yeah. He's he's, he's an addict. He's a recovering... Attic. This is like that's what I'm saying. The environment that the boosters and the company and the and the UT organization created for them is not good. I am not bashing. I want them to create a more welcoming environment to say, we know you're talented. We're gonna give you the support you need and the time you need. These boosters, these rich ass, dumb fucking white guys up in the booth, we just saw it in the program, like they're <laughs> right. the ones that yeah. are like pulling all the strings. Yeah. They're the puppeteers. I know. I know, you're right. It fires me up because I want them to be good. But I partly think I got here in the in the in the fall of 2010. 
They haven't done a goddamn thing since. Nope. Their best record was nine and three on a full season, and I think they won the bowl game that year. But they've they've won a bowl game, but it was like an extra bowl game. That's what I'm saying. Gave, yeah. It wasn't anything like grand, right? Anyway, I get fired You're up heated. because yeah. Well, I know people are going to hit me up, going, "Wow, you really went hard on UT." I want to be clear. I want them to be good, right? Hey, the last thing about UT too. You mentioned it. They start a home and home next year with you know who, right? Bama. Okay. Bama. No. So, <laughs> Bama. Get ready. It's going to be an ass wiping. It's going to be an ass wiping. But what's the buildup going to be in your in your honest take? I don't think there's going to be any buildup because I think Bama is going to still be strong and Texas is going to be a feeble, feeble. Eventually, it's going to people are going to stop because no, it's not going to be a thing. I don't think that second part's true because every year I think, well, this is the year they're going to get wise and maybe rank them 24, right, right. 25, a little less pressure. No. They're still going to be given that win at all costs. You guys bring in so much money. You should be that much better. Blah, blah, blah. Literally, people are going to be talking shit about Bama before the game. And have mercy on that team, man. I swear to God. You're right. I guess you're right. It all comes comes down to money. It all comes down to money. That's why they get the love. Because they think, well, the money equates to this, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. So that's my rant on them. Like I said, feel free to cut this. Hot take. I want them to be good. Same. Building them up to be great before you've even seen what they can do is detrimental to the team and the coach. Yep. Period. And the program. All right. Last but not least, Michigan State is 2-0. Bring on the U. We are going to Miami uh, this Saturday, 11 a.m. ESPN. Uh, it's our first ranked opponent that we're playing this year. Um, currently, the U is favored by 6.5. Wow. I'm really excited to see what we do on a, on a more of a national stage uh, playing a, a team from a Power 4, Power 5 conference and see what what are we capable of. Because 2-0 and so far, if we beat Miami, knowing what our next couple games look like, Chris, we could be 5-0, and right. getting ready to play some of the big boys in the big time. Right. And I think beating a team like Miami, so flashy, so all over the place, who, who can go big, can do big plays, that would be a big thing for Michigan State. So I'd like to see those Michigan State... I'd like to see those... Miami Hurricanes put that chain back in that fucking little suitcase. Yeah. And Michigan State fucking runs all over them. I would love that too. Yeah. The Big Ten got a little exposed this past weekend. Uh, Ohio State beat to got beat by Oregon. Um, you know, two weeks ago, Penn State beat Wisconsin. Iowa came out strong and beat up on Iowa State. So, like, like the Big Ten is still strong, but it might not have the usual contenders that you'd think. Right. This is the perfect time. For the Spartans to kind of climb back into the conversation because they were given a, a reprieve. They were given a little bit of a break. Hey, you played great for 10 years under D'Antonio. We get last year was a fucking whatever year. You, still, you still beat Michigan and right. Northwestern. That's all that matters. Up yours, Phil. Uh, but he doesn't listen. But <laughs> this week is a huge test for them. Yeah. I really hope next week our sports hole is dominated by White Sox, Giants, 3-0 lead pipe blocks, and Michigan State going to 3-0 as well. That's all I ever want. and It's it. If we get to that, it's another bold prediction, um, this podcast has proven itself, in my opinion. It's yeah. going to go then. Yeah. Let's um, do our lead pipe blocks. I think it can happen. So, let's... Should I start since I won? Yes. You are the leader right now. 1-0. Okay. and Okay. Give us your lead pipe blocks. <laughs> 
Lock it up. <gasps> All right. Uh, yes, you're right. I did win. A uh, very tough game. Should have been a... I thought I had it in the bag, and then I thought my bag yeah. fell apart, and it was going to lose. But they won. They get pulled your, it out. Get your bet in at seven and a half. points. That's right. That's why you got to get it in now. Get it in. It's called a lead pipe lock because you got to lock it in. So I'm taking the Saints minus three and a half at Carolina. I don't see why anyone would not choose that one. Carolina, all the thing they had going for them was that virtual AR reality thing with the Panther. Oh my God, that was fucked up. It was awesome, but that's all they got going. That looked like one of those gargoyle things from Ghostbusters yes. that came down, but like but a little bit better graphics. Yeah, I, it, was, it was. Yeah, it was good graphics. But that doesn't win games. So did they give everyone three D glasses at the stadium, or I think were they the watching? The stadium was just... empty. I think it was it was like a promo thing. I don't even know what the fuck. It was well, about. there were players on the field. The practicing. Players out there. Yeah, I think it was like warm up or something. Okay. It was. Weird. I was half expecting Rick Moranis to kind of pop out of one of those. Oh my god, that would be. If that was the case, then I wouldn't take this game. You would take Carolina. Yeah, because they got Rick Moranis in the side. <laughs> right. I'm like, well, okay. Rick Moranis was is amazing. If you have Lewis from Ghostbusters, it's, that would be so great. Weird. And if yeah. he was playing the the key holder or whatever it was, the gatekeeper, gatekeeper with the fucking shirt up and everything, yeah, I would definitely <laughs> take that. Wow, bring it back, Rick. Yeah. Bring it back. Yeah. Hey, good so, pick. So I don't know if they do it again this year, this this next game. It won't matter. All right. Nice, nice road. Thank you, Warrior. Pick. I'm picking another road team as Let's well. Let's go. Um, I am disappointed that my Super Bowl winner uh, shit the bed in the Eesh, second half. They did so, shit the bed. I'm gonna double down. I'm gonna say that they will not. Uh, have back-to-back disappointments. Yep. They're going to go to Miami and win by at least four. Take the Bills minus three and a half at Miami. Get the bet in now. Because if it gets up to five or six, you don't want to give any home team five or six points. Right? Yeah. We've already kind of figured that out. Last week, we took three road teams, won one of them. Um, but now we are going again with uh, three road teams because on top of my Bills pick... Mel phoned in his pick. He's taking the Rams minus four at Indy. So I think it's good. There's two camps here. There's yeah. two camps. One camp is these dads don't fucking learn. Why are you taking these road teams giving points? <laughs> Why are you giving home teams points? And our thing is, well, the competition should stack up a little bit better on where on where we're aiming. And God damn it, the Rams looked really good. The Bills. I hate to admit it. The Bills did. cannot start off zero two and expect to do anything. Right, um, right. We'll see what happens, but that's my pick. So again, Chris, you have Saints minus three and a half. That's right at Carolina. Yes, and this game is literally at Carolina. There's no moving it's for at the Carolina uh, with hurricane. the virtual reality Panther in attendance. Hot, yeah. hot as fuck. Yeah, um, and I'll take the Bills minus three and a half at Miami. Right now, that game is scheduled for Miami, uh, and then the Rams minus four at Indy is from Mister Mel. I love it. So the graphic will come out hopefully around, or hopefully early. That way, if you guys forget, you can lock it in. We won't change. No, the where, numbers. We, I'm putting are, the bets in tonight right. now that I know all three. But right. you guys will have about 48 hours before you have, yeah. have a chance to hear this. So that'll be good for you guys. Um, anything else we want to touch on football wise? Um, no, we did our lead pipe locks. We should just score the seltzer and right. and, and get get after it. I'm gonna do a quick. I'm gonna do a quick little rundown. Here's my thing. All right. Uh, lemon lime is my fourth, last pick. Mango number three, and here's the upset: pineapple number two, then strawberry number one. I went into this thinking pineapple would be my number one, no problem, and a uh, little bit of an upset because I think this one is so much better. Again, different. Agreed. 
So my final score for Topo Chico Seltzer is what's better than 69? Uh, anything, I, I, eight, I don't know. 88, because you get eight twice. 69 joke comes Boom. back on top of the show. 88 is a good score and also had a good 69 joke, so I, I kept that. I love that. 88 is really high, by the way. It is pretty good. Hey, you know what? Bringing Topo Chico's to any kind of outdoor event or barbecue, like in Texas, they were the talk of the town. Oh, shit. Oh, you got those. Down. H-E-B had the stack to the hard ceiling to get. Yeah, for yeah, a while, right? Yeah, yeah. And we know it's a shortage for the net, for the natural you know, mineral water. Might as well stock up on the seltzers. I, I think agree. they're doing fine Good with call. that. Good no call. wonder there's a fucking shortage. They're so focused on this. Um, <laughs> our, our order is very similar. I thought about it. I thought the lemon-lime, because of it had the combo, was actually just slightly better than mango. So I have mango in the rear at four. Oh. I've got lemon-lime at three. Pineapple two, and then a full five to seven point jump is the strawberry guava. I have the whole thing at an eighty-five, okay, which puts us at an eighty-six point five combination. I feel like that's right. Which honestly, it means if you need to get a seltzer, and if you're in Texas, you won't get bad reviews, negative reviews by bringing a twelve pack out there. And you but maybe even... maybe snake a few strawberry guavas for yourself because those are the ones where you think hot tip. These are the ones that are probably gonna be the ones that I stick with. Hot tip. And I feel like you bring these to a place, no one's gonna be like, give me the stink eye like what the fuck are you bringing this shit for? Nobody. Your lover boy, your your fucking fat tire with the cock ring on it. No, you brought the the Tobo <laughs> Chico shit's good. Um it's got a Texas thing, so it's you know, whatever. Uh, I think my wife loves it. Yeah. Your wife loves well, it. Well, it's kind of hard to describe because when our neighbors started having it, it was like we were in the seltzer vibe or at least seeing what else was coming. And it was like, oh, you you got that already. Yeah. yeah. And I think it only helped being in Texas that we had a built-in audience for Topo Chico. Right. So with the fact that right. they went that route, we were like, we have to try this. Right. And I feel like tomorrow, like we said, you'll, you'll text me and I'll be like, yeah, I feel great. I feel awesome. So happy about uh, everything. Um, happy about lead pipe locks. I feel much better about week two, guys. So so stay with the dads. As you should. Stick with the dads. As you should. I feel great about it, too. Hoping to go 2-0 and on my end. You should. Um, Three road teams? What the fuck are we... Th- I'm just kidding. I feel really great about these picks. <laughs> don't tinker, guys. Don't overthink it. Let's don't go. Don't do it. Yeah. So, um, Topo Chico Seltzer. Um, R.I.P. Norm MacDonald. Always. Um, happy National Lance on a Log Day. 69. If you got some time, I mean, after tonight, I mean, it's late tonight, but I mean, you might you might get some action if you play your cards right. Love um, that. So yeah, so are you good? So good. I'm good. Michigan State plays Miami. Uh, Niners are playing the Eagles. Bears are playing... The Bengals. The Bengals, that should be an easy win. You would hope. Lions and they Tigers beat, they beat, Bears. They fucked up my lock last week, and then the uh, Chargers are playing the Cowboys, which should be a really... High scoring game. If I gave out one more little pick, it would say take the over of the Chargers Cowboys. That's going to be very little defense. And most likely, if you're going to if you're going to check in sporadically on a Monday night game, this might be the best Monday night game because it's Packers Lions Monday night game. So might be a sleeper. Who knows? You never know. But with that, uh, I've been Chris. That's been Jim. We've been drinking Topo Chico seltzers. Have a good week. See you guys.